Well, I was recording. Oh my god. Let's try to. Do you think we could try to redo it? We just fucking recorded like. Only I was being recorded. Buster. Yeah, straight out Buster. But I was like moving your fucking couch and shit. So Veronica, my wife, is here again. We're quarantined in the house. It's day. It's it's. Uh, I think eight. Or- well, it's Monday. It started on basically last Monday. I mean, the weekend. It's been about one week. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Right? Yeah. It feels like what? Like time slowed down. No, I think it's been longer than a week for sure. No, it hasn't. Today's the first Monday since last week. And last week was the first week of quarantine. Mm. Yeah. I got home from New York. And canceled, I think, right away. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, everyone should know no, that. No, like, it's actually been a week. It's been it's been a little bit longer. Well, I mean, it's been a week since we've decided we're doing this, which was last weekend. Right? So it's been about a week and a day. It's just like, kind of, well, you know, it almost go... When Monday came around, finally, it almost felt like yeah. we had already been doing it because we did it for a couple days. But it just shows you how crazy... We are like one week without like the normal thing. And we're just like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy actually. I, because I'm kind of feeling it too, but I'm just embracing it and I'm having the best time of my life to be honest with you. (laughs) This dream come true. Everyone should know that we're doing a detox. uh, And for some reason it's really kicking my ass. He's had a ton of energy, but I feel like I have the flu, which I don't because I've checked my temperature and, I have no other symptoms, but I actually can feel my body detoxing. Like if I really get in touch and think about it, it is the weirdest feeling right now. And I've been weak and, um, yeah. So if that's why I seem off, I'm just wondering if I turn your headphones down will you like talk louder you the quietest talker i had on this podcast they always turn my mic up when i'm on stage. yeah I, I i i just did which i guess will be cool but just don't yell <laughs> so back to you oh actually fuck we didn't say all the stuff that i said so i'm gonna interview veronica right now like it's funny it's fucked up because i wanted to get that like on like recorded like so how would you feel about me interviewing you as if I never knew, like as if I wasn't married to you. Like, let's just try to see if we can do that. I guess it's going to be impossible. Whatever. I'm going to try. Hey, Veronica, where, what's your story? What are the bullet points about your life? Like, let's get to know <laughs> you. He ran, he ran a guest. So he finally <laughs> asked me to be one <laughs> and I agreed. So he would put this equipment away. I'm like, I got news for you, baby. Actually, I fucking no. Abigail Max is going to come on. I'd love to have no talk one's coming. With her. No, I'm saying she wants to do it. The Abigail Max, a big porn star. Yeah, with like it has nothing four. to do with what. Well, I'm just saying we're going to talk to her. Well, it's kind of exciting that people are like listening. It's like, you know, my wife's down to have a porn star come over and I think we should all talk to her. The two of us, you know, it'd be fun. Because mm-hmm. she's got a dude. She's with, she's like, you know, has a boyfriend of 11 years. Oh, fuck. God damn it. Uh, did you kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What? When I walk up, when I get up and go do that, it'd be really nice if you could just talk to the people because they're just sitting here in silence. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but yeah, so 
if you talk to her about I, I think that that's kind of crazy that, 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 that this dude has to see his I mean that would be that'd be really I don't know whatever <sighs> okay so I I grew up in Santa Monica LA area like right uh, prime where all the Russians live um, and actually all the good vintage shopping is on Melrose um and then we moved to North Hollywood when I was six. Um, and then when I was 12, we moved to Agora. And moving to Agora in the middle of seventh grade is rough. Mm. My poor brother was a senior, like in the middle of a senior year. So that was pretty rough too. Um, but yeah, so I've been in Agora since. Um, How... How old, how old were you when you started listening to Insane Clown Posse? <laughs> I was in high school. I think like 10th or 11th grade. I went to a show. Do you think that you've gotten prettier over time? Yeah. You have? You think you have? That happens to the women in my family. Wow. Yeah, your mom's like kind of hot to me in like an old person way. You're going to post that and hurt her feelings. Oh shit! Should I not? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll just cut off the end where I said in an old person. Way. Yeah. Um, damn, <laughs> that'll make her feel so good to hear that. I know. Um, so then she's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> Our my parents are full supporters. It's really cute. They are, huh? Oh well, my! But but do they understand that how hard we're going on TikTok? Though is the question. No, they don't know what TikTok is. I don't think. I've sent them a few, maybe, but. Anyways, why don't you put your phone down? My body is like pulsating. Why? So you can be the host and like. No, I'm saying why? Why is your body pulsating? Because they don't know. I said I was on a cleanse. But that was on the last one. I think I already said it on this one. No. Everyone should know if I haven't already said it that I'm on a detox that's kicking my ass. Like. At first, I thought I had the flu, and I kept checking my temperature. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then I'm just realizing. It's my body detoxing. Like it's probably what you feel like when you were detoxing drugs. What's it called? Shoals detox. We have to take like fifty pills a day. It's, it's like herbal cra- detox. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Still eat, but it's like whoa. Anyways, what else did you want to know? Well, when did you start listening to? Or I already asked that. So yeah, you 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 um I don't know like you you obviously do hair and I'm just wondering did you? Well, you did makeup first at Mac, right? Like what, what's the story? He doesn't even know the story. Okay. Well, no, you I know you were doing. So I had really strict parents growing up, so I just knew I was gonna get money and like become independent as soon as possible. Mm. Plus, my parents always did instill like really good work ethic in me. Like I had a babysitting job. I went to babysitting certification so you like know what to do if a kid chokes or whatever like we you know um and then when i was before i could have a job like every summer i wasn't allowed to just chill and do nothing like you were either going to camp or helping or doing you were doing something you weren't just sitting so i'm grateful for that i i don't know i think that's why i am the way i am but it's also something inside of you which is kind of what's been so hard about this quarantine like at first i was pretty hype like i'm gonna have so much time to do all the things i do and maybe because i don't feel well on the detox and i can't do them i feel like sad 
but then it also makes me sad for people who have been like sick and can't do stuff. Mm-hmm. Or what about people that just don't want that? Yeah. I have a hard time. Like, I feel like when I get sick and I get an excuse to be lazy, I kind of am like stoked. Yeah. I keep trying to go. My body's yeah. like, nah, dog. It's weird to me because I'm, I just don't want to. What's crazy to God, me is I wish I liked working out when you have kids, you just, it's not an option. Like you have to muster. <clears throat> right. I mean, luckily we have parents that are, I'm close. sure Matt, I went off knows what we mean. He listens. I wonder it, Matt, if you hear me say that, just text me right now be like, I heard it <laughs> <clears throat> because he's a supporter. It's really cool. That's awesome. We, 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 we just, uh, Remix. we just got our, we just got our shirts in and, uh, the learning to lose shirts. So if you want to support this podcast, it'd be really awesome. Um, just go to learning to lose.com. I heard lemon prevents, uh, coronavirus. I don't know if that's true, but I mean, whatever, who knows? I thought, why not put it in my tea? So yeah, so, yeah. You had good parents. I had good I mean, parents. You're, 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 I love that Veronica's family. I'm just. It's not. You know. I. I can't. I'm not. That's stupid. I'm not going to interview like I don't know you. Your fucking parent. Your family is. <laughs> your 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 family. I mean, her, her mom. Your parents are still together. My parents got divorced. They like hang out on the weekends, like as a family, and they have friends, and like they like enjoy life, and they just value. I don't know. Like her dad goes outside and watches TV with a cigar and with a brother and they watch movies together and it's just like, I don't know. Like I really never, I mean, I kind of had that when I was really young, but then my parents got divorced. So I just really think it's cool that your family has that and values that. My parents, what's cool is they've like evolved and grown so much too. Like they were so old fashioned and I get it. Like I was a pretty quiet kid. Like I was a class clown, but I'd be quiet in front of them. So I didn't really like let them to too much information. So they just like, were panicked and made choices out of fear as far as raising me. I know they did the best they could. Um, but that led me to be kind of like, I want to get away. So um, you, you wanted to leave the house early and, um, yeah, just be, get the fuck away from just your be independent. And I also knew that I wasn't going to go to college. Like there was just no way I was made for that. So I'd go to the college and career center, um, often. And that's where I saw this ROP. Uh, so it's like work experience, uh, beauty school. So you actually, I'm like, is this for real? Am I reading this correctly? You actually get to leave high school and go to beauty school. I'm like, what? All, all of my friends were at like continuation school. And you were just fucking over high school. Yeah. All my friends were at continuation school. I hung out with like kind of like the cool bad kids. You never thought for a second like, ooh, maybe I'm like ruining my, you know, I just, I was always so worried about like, it just seemed like if you didn't do good in school, you were going to be fucked, you know? I, I, or, or there was always the possibility of that. And I can't believe I was like so worried about that. You just worry to worry. Yeah. That's actually, actually I can believe I worried about that because that's what I do. I worry cause I'm an alcoholic and my mind is warped and it has been bef- way before I ever started drinking or using this impending doom and fear. And I don't know when it started or why, but so anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Uh, yeah, I didn't worry about that. I pretty much had a good grasp, but there was like a lot of different ways you can be successful and it wasn't just that way. And then, so I started going to beauty school, um, as a senior. So I got a really early start in my field. Nobody was really doing it. And I graduated high school in June and I graduated beauty school in September, like a couple months later. And 
got an assisting job and just then a year later got my clientele. So by the time I was nine, 17, 18, 19, I was like getting my own clients, which is crazy. I was a baby. So you weren't in love with hairdressing. Oh, um, you know what I mean? Like I'm I- sorry. I did skip a whole thing. I thought I wanted to be a makeup artist and I had a cousin who was a makeup artist and she said, if you want to be a makeup artist, you should, uh, do hair. And I didn't realize that makeup schools have like a two week hair program. And I saw the, the ROP thing and I was like, Oh cool. Great way to get out of high school. So after uh, beauty school, I did end up going to makeup school. I did work at Mac for like a holiday in the mall. Mm-hmm. And I, I was obsessed with Mac. Um, and I ended up not liking makeup. I found it to be too stressful. It was like so much pressure, like make it natural, but not, but it has to like last all night and so much pressure for one huh. night, you know? And, um, but isn't there, and then I just, I went to, I ended up liking hair better. But is that really why though? Because it, to me, it seems like there would be just as much, if not more pressure on someone's hair because it lasts a lot longer, but I don't know. I mean, I think maybe there's more room to like fix and. So I don't know. Wow. I, I guess. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. Right. As I mean, much you're as like literally staring into someone's face. It's hard to like have a conversation with them. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like it. I like, I really ended up taking to hair color. I, I think that all the years of you speaking to people has Oops. given you definitely a, set, a wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom. Oh, I was of, raised by like hundred moms. Like I would get everyone's yeah. opinion. A sense of like, definitely wear my heart on my shoulder so if i have like something bothering me i like hard hard on your sleeve (laughs) if you have something bothering you you're comfortable talking about it with other people because you're used to doing that i guess yeah i would talk with my clients about it and i'm always fascinated by the way you remain chill no matter what's going on Mm. like if somebody calls me that i'm like really excited to see or talk to like I don't know like I get kind of nervous and I get like and you're just like whatever like it's everyone's <laughs> the same I don't know it's like a weird well I have of- to be like if I'm some people make fun of me or like not make fun of me but like point out that I'm when I'm I'm not I'm pretty ADD but when I'm doing hair is the only time I'm ooh like super duper focused and uh uh when I'm really in the mode, like you, you're not going to break my, like there's a bubble around me. You kind of get that pretty often, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just if like, something's going wrong color wise, like I can't let my face show it, you know? I'm, I mean, I'm pretty communicative with my client cause I have uh, clients. Oh, so you're basically, you're saying you're, you're kind of, sorry, because poker. I have a big knowledge of color. I can explain verbally what's happening. Um, but so I, I am pretty honest that way, but like, even when you explain it a lot of times it's hard for them to understand and so it's like you just want to stay plus i used to have a girl who worked across the hall from me and she said that i was like the master um diffuser because i you know you get women like crazy women come in and they're all like fucking angry or because you're running late or their appointment or yeah you, you don't feed into I mean, yeah, it's, it just seems like you don't feed into shit and you just kind of like let shit roll and you just, your reactions are, are minimal. Until they're not. 
Yeah, which could be... I definitely noticed that as like somewhat of a character defect, you not being able to communicate your actual feelings or not actually even knowing what those feelings are. I don't know. Like, I, I, I definitely agree that that was the case for a long time. Like, I remember some of my f- first few visits with your therapist and with you and he'd ask me how that felt and like I couldn't even think of a word that explained a feeling like it was so difficult for me to to find that but now you know because of you and just like it being around so much I get it I feel like I legitimately like that's so irritating I know I'm sorry Uh, I feel that I legitimately like am it doesn't bother me for a while, and then it does. Uh, like, I just, I really don't think. I don't know. I don't, like, get annoyed and not say something. I think that. I think it's just when it bothers me, it bothers me intensely. Yeah, I but skip, that, like, volume one and two. Just, y- exactly. And I don't think that that's good. Well. I don't, I don't think. Or, or maybe it's not that it's not good. It's just that. For it would be helpful for me if you expressed the volumes one and two, because then I could adjust my behavior before you hit fucking ten and <laughs> screaming at me. You're not adjusting your behavior for no one. Let's be real. No, I mean it would. I think it would be a lot easier. For, <laughs> it's a lot easier for people to adjust their behavior when it's a low level situation. Yeah, it's actually harder when people are yelling and fighting because they get defensive. Me especially. Yeah. Damn, I mean, that I was d- fucking woke as shit. I just, you know, I want to like remind you that like I've been saying for a couple of weeks, like whose lemons are these? Whose lemons are these? Like I do say stuff. I well, think, I think it's just like my chill nature isn't heard until uh, I'm a, <laughs> yeah, that could be it too. I, I, I'm, I definitely am You're not a great listener. Um, or that's not the right way to say it. No, I definitely I want to get better, and and I think putting away lemons is equivalent to like leaving the 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 dishwasher door open, or just like I don't know. It's just like little things that I don't think. I swear that thing's always closed, but you happen to always. No, that's how I feel about <laughs> the lemons. I swear to God. I know, but okay, so then I'm wrong because you fucking leave a lemon there a day. Literally, you leave a lemon a day. By the sink, and I'm like, cool, this one's dried out, throw in the trash. I just, I don't know, like, if because I wasn't raised with money, but I have a thing about wasting. It's really hard. Me and Ange joke about this all the time because it's like, there's nothing, there you go, interrupting. There's nothing worse than buying groceries and having to throw them away because they're bad. Like, I, I like, like, when you nail a perfect shopping week, it's the best feeling. Yeah, I definitely like that too, but I was, I, I almost you grew up. You are really well, well, let wasteful. Me just, Okay, well, let me just finish what I was trying to get. How are we doing on the not married thing? <laughs> it does, it's way better when we know all the stuff about each other. It's so, such a much a more involved conversation. But I, I've almost grown to, to resent certain things about hoarding and saving. Like, look at my mom and my dad. Like, they will save container, like containers of uh, dressing. And I, I, I saw, and he would take stuff from the hotel bathrooms and... Just, you know, you'd open up our sink and it would just be filled with little hotel bathroom condiments. And it was just like, I was like, what a waste of like energy. And, and, and it's almost like, it almost makes more sense to just buy a big one. 
You know, I, I, I've just, and it just, you see the way my dad is and the way Martha is and the way my mom is like that has caused me to like rebel against certain ideas of like saving things, going through a bunch of energy to save like some little bit of food at the dinner table when you yeah, leave. You're and you're talking like, about like saving ridiculously versus being wasteful. No, but I'm just saying where that comes from. I know. Um, but, uh, and for me trying to figure out a way to use or, or organize like expensive items or, you know, preserve the floor, which is probably the most expensive thing in the house. And I just think about it in a different way where I'm like measuring the values of certain things and trying to, were you measuring the value when you decided to do a karate chop with a knife on a paper plate? (laughs) That was just my fucking. (laughs) And you would put a nice little fucking chip in the counter yeah that was really stupid that was just my like sporadic fucking crazy behavior getting the best of me which happens a lot Mm -mm. I'm feeling weird out of this world so anyways um, you're feeling weird because why well can you just because you you have the pills you're taking yeah it's just like my whole body really did you take this formula one no, no, I'm not taking that. So we're doing this cleanse where you take like 50. Detox. It's a detox where you take like four, a couple pills at night for the first couple of days until your bowels are ready to, to, to ingest 50 of the second um, formula pills for five days, like 10 times, five times a day. And it's like kicking my ass. Yeah. It's really giving, I'm not really feeling anything. Like I'm not feeling what she's feeling. That's for sure. Which is kind of weird because like she eats way more healthy than me. But it's like. I take a lot of supplements and it's just cleaning me out. I don't know. Anyways. Um, so you started doing hair and yeah, uh, I've been doing hair almost 20 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. What's crazy is that like, yeah, we're so old that, uh, don't say that. We're not old. Well, I mean, it's just, we're just older. Yeah, we're older, but it's, it's actually kind of the perfect time to use our knowledge and wisdom to help others and to build a brand around that because we've both been doing our art forms for 20 years plus. Like I've been filming for 20 years plus and doing music for 20 years plus. And we have a a knowledge of the fields that we are experts in. Like, so it's kind of exciting at the same time. So when I say, but we are, I mean, to, to, uh, to be able to say you've been doing something for 20 years, it's like, you gotta be, you know, I mean, you're, you're not young. I mean, we're definitely feel young at heart, but whatever. I guess it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. Like Gary, Gary V says that you can be starting your life at 60 or 70. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the last two and a half years, two and a half years ago, I just burned out. I was going too hard. I got in a place with, um, high rent and, um, oh, but you also were speaking. Like, that's the other thing is you've learned how to become a better speaker and you have your own version of speaking. It's really cool. It's like the same way. You're like mellow and you're not, uh, you're, it's, it's, it's cool. Like I was terrified of public speaking. I was terrified of speaking out loud in a group of five people. As a matter of fact, I would always like whisper in a friend's ear and say like, you should say this. You know, I was always pretty shy. I mean, I'd get like, I was always told I was a class clown, like. I would make jokes when my ADD was kicking and 
but that's with people I knew. If I didn't know you, I was always really quiet and shy, which is, I think, why Pat liked me, because then he could talk all he wanted. <laughs> now, you, you were pretty quiet when I first met you were on drugs. But anyways. Um, no, I definitely liked that you were someone that I could, like, imprint on. <laughs> like, I wanted to talk to you a lot. I, I just loved people that would that listen to me. I still do, which yeah. is why I'm fucking talking doing a podcast and always running my fucking mouth on Instagram. <laughs> I, I like to be validated and I liked, I like people who want to hear what I have to say. I like talking and expressing my passions and all that stuff. And I would always do that with you. And you like are really good at listening and not being self. You're not like a narcissist. Like I am. It's funny. Cause I do process what you say a lot of times and sometimes slower and you're like, say something <laughs> like you love that. I don't talk, but then you also are like impatient and I, I just process longer sometimes, you know, like right. but yeah, I had this crazy fear and I was just like, look, I can walk through this fear. Like I, I like challenging myself. So, um, I started like, I always, uh, had a friend who worked for Redkin and I kind of inquired about it, but I wasn't ready. And then I didn't want to be loyal to one brand. And then one day I kind of looked at my cabinet and it was all Redkin and I went to a show and it just really like moved me and I wanted to be a part of it. And to be honest, so I've been with Redkin for, um, whoa, like almost 12, 12 years now. That's crazy. And I feel like for the first six of them I just sat in the back quietly like I started having small in salon classes and classes at um beauty schools you know talking about hair color um and then uh my boss called me and was like hey you're gonna be on stage uh and I was kind of quiet she's like are you there um and I'm the kind of person I feel like you need to throw into a situation. So I did a lot that year to prepare for it because it just didn't come natural to me. I took an improv class, which I highly recommend. It was so fun. Um, and it really helps like quick thinking, um, thinking on your toes and like just makes you get out of your comfort zone. Um, Pat always tells me I'm mumble. So I, I did go see a speech therapist just to see if that was the thing or maybe they can give me some tools, but it's interesting now that I would say I'm, I think I'm an excellent, um, facilitator or public speaker. Um, I love doing stages and I think I'm pretty good at it. And I've been told by a lot of people that I have a nice voice and it's funny. I can get off stage and turn it off and just start mumbling again. It's the weirdest thing, but I had some really good mentors, my best friend, um, he helped me a lot, Sean. So I'm fortunate that way, but yeah. So did some stages really like that. Um, and then after being in salons for a long time, I moved home, which I was always terrified to do because I always, always think that that was the death of a hairdresser to start working from home, but it's a different time now. Yeah, it is. And uh, with how much I traveled and exposed to other people and education. You, where you spoke. Let's tell people where you spoke. All over the country and Russia. And yeah. You're going to maybe go to Bermuda or Africa or 
fucking I before Jamaica. Corona I got booked for Jamaica and Bermuda and we rescheduled it and it's gonna happen. This is gonna go this nightmare's gonna go away. I I'm I, I was enjoying it at first. I was like, Oh amazing, I, I, I'm gonna get all this shit done. I really don't I just don't think that it's a nightmare. I think that maybe it is a nightmare. No, it is because I don't feel well. Once, yeah, yeah. Once but, but what I'm saying is I think it's, a, it's, it's just what God wanted. I mean, that's a corny way of saying it. it it's, the earth needed it. Yeah, like, Nate, like it, if it's happening, it's supposed to be happening. And we're already seeing so much. I'm seeing so much like perspective. Like people are seeing things in a different way how much community is important, how much we need each other. Human race is under attack by this fucking virus. We all have this common enemy, which is like biological warfare against humanity. And it's forcing us to band together. I mean, there's obviously going to be your outliers and people that aren't, you know, believing it, but that's the cool thing is that eventually they're going to get, come on board and see how close minded they were like Trump, for example, like, or any of these people that have been contradicting themselves. Like this is such a perfect opportunity for it's like okay you don't believe it like well here i'm gonna force you to see it and i'm gonna force you to look at whether our systems are working or are we ready to withstand something like this i don't know it's really funny to me how like everyone has an opinion and how everyone's like here's what's gonna happen and it's gonna change us forever it's like you don't know fucking shit no all i know is that like wasn't there like a like was it tuberculosis or what was the one that like vitamin c cured like like we evolved like we moved past it of course like scarier shit can come down the line and stuff but but also like yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. And I, 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 what I do think... Like, we could get a call tomorrow. Like, we have a cure. The hospitals can handle yeah. whoever comes in. Like, everyone go back to life. Or it can be another six but months. But what I, what I think is going to happen, or what I think... <laughs> what did I say? Everyone has an opinion. And yours? I don't know what, 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 what it's going to look like six months from it, now. But I know It that, helps people to... But I know that through discomfort and pain and like chaos comes growth and we're going to grow in ways we never thought we could as a human race, as a people. And that's what I'm excited about. Cause I, that's just what I believe. That's why, I mean, learning to lose is the name of this podcast and like the human race is definitely losing right now, which will only make, or are we winning? Well, the, well, a lot of the things I talk about here are just like, you know, the, 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 those two words being like a social, we were constructed them as people and they don't really mean, you know, to, to win is to lose and to lose is to win because you're growing. And, and sometimes if you're just staying in the monotony of everyday life and quote unquote winning, like you're not learning some shit that you're, you're not growing or learning some shit that this is going to be forcing us to grow and learn you know um it's tricky to to put it into words for me and that's why i love doing this podcast because the concept of like pain uh, forcing you to grow and conflict forcing you to um learn and that concept is such a deep um ever going ever ever evolving conversation that i just love having I'm talking about I'm realizing that like when my mind starts going like even just now look over and I see this Dr. Wu incense thing you have and I'm like oh will I ever get a tattoo again 
it's, it's just like you can't go there with it. Like I can't. But that's, there's going to be some permanent changes in how no. you do shit. There's going to be permanent changes in how we do shit. That's what, like, that's what, I mean, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We, I that's really just I'm don't saying. know. Yeah, I, we don't know. I think it could just be a... It's hard to like, imagine that You know, this, you travel to Africa, you have to take malaria, and now it's going to have to be, like, a vaccine we all just get, you know? Well, but, the, yeah, it's hard for me to imagine Which that is this, so confusing, because the whole vaccine thing is so confusing. Yeah. My, my thing is that we've never seen anything in our lifetime that was that made this much of an impact on the world as a whole, ever, not even close. And 9-11 changed a lot. So this, it's hard for me to imagine that this isn't going to change a lot. And there's going to be rules and all kinds of crazy mandates and all kinds of crazy shit that will eventually, that will slowly start to happen like after this thing is over or, you know, contained or whatever. But who's containing the fucking rat snake bat? Eating motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Mother nature is like, yo, fools. Like, what are you but doing? Those people are dead. They don't even know what they did wrong. Yeah, but it's a whole. I mean, you know, well, all the other people that are doing it are going to realize these fools shouldn't have been doing that. Hopefully. I mean, yeah. Who eats bats? I don't know. That's crazy. I don't even know. Is that really what the? the... It was like a bat snake combo, something. I don't know. Now, who knows what? One really, really cool thing. That's. I mean, people are getting so creative. It's really cool. To see. Oh, yeah, right? I don't know why I'm having such creative... Uh, who were you on the phone with the other day that was like, forgive yourself if you're not being able to be creative right now because I really resonated with that. Who was that? It really resonated? Ugh, I just make up my own shit. <laughs> um, I don't remember what you're... Oh, probably Billy. No, I think it was Tim. Or what, but, but, but the gist of what they were saying was like, it's okay if you're not able to be your best self right now or be creative or what during yeah, this time. Yeah. Forgive yourself. Just like go do like a minute of it and then get up and don't if you're not. Cause. Oh, Chris. With yeah. My step work. Yeah. I was trying to do step work and Chris was like, yo, Chris Savager, shout out. What up? Hey, Chris, if you hear me call your name out right now, please text me and be like, yo, I heard you call my name out because that's like proof that you actually listen to this podcast because I still have a hard time believing that like there's been over 10,000 downloads. Validation. Well, I mean, that's... I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm dude, that's like... It's if, amazing. If Joe Rogan like... I get messages. I can't imagine the messages you get because I get so many messages about you. Like today, I even got one that was like, you should be a therapist. And I, I, I said, I, that's his backup plan. It's just crazy. Well, yeah, just so everyone knows, anyone listening, like I, I completed all the, the, the addiction studies courses at school. I don't really think they did a whole lot. I don't know, maybe, but I was wanting to be a therapist and I... Oh, shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chris was, so Chris was saying, cause I was like, you know, trying to do step eight for fuck it. I've been trying to do it for six months and <laughs> I sat down and I'm like, Oh, you know, this is a good time for me to do that. And I, I, all day I, I filmed myself doing it three times, but I didn't actually do it. <laughs> I got halfway through and he was like, you know, um, it's okay. Forgive yourself. Down. So it's okay to put it down and, and, and pick it up the next day because... But right now, it's like we all think we're going to be like creative and get so much done, but the the artists need to be... like the, the unknown is making it hard to be present and in the moment. 
I guess. Wow, this incense thing is so cool how it makes this. Work. I know. That's why Wu likes it so much. And then it will start coming out of the hand underneath and it will start like, you know, billowing through the, like, you're not even seeing the eyes. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, Wu, Dr. Wu, um, Brian Wu, right? He's a damn dog. If you hear your name shouted out, Wu, like, hit me up, bro. Cause, like, if you were listening to this podcast, that'd be kind of like big, big validation, big ups. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he loves, he's like obsessed with these incense holders and, um, they, uh, they're really cool. It's almost like a, a sculpture, but like a tattoo because it's like, like he only does black and white, you know, and this, these are all like, like it, the color looks like a tattoo color. It's like blue. I, I feel like I see a lot of resemblance in, um, incense holders that, uh, I see in like tattoos. Does that make sense? The way it's shaded and the way it, I think it's this company in general. It definitely is that company. And, and it's also, collab. Yeah. also it's woo. Like there's Where's ta- the other one at the studio. Yeah. You light it there. Um, do I like it there? Light it. Yeah, sometimes. Do you even remember what it looks like inside your studio? <laughs> I know. Well, dude, like I said, it's only been a fucking week. <laughs> What's crazy is I was in New York, um, right before it got really gnarly. As it was getting gnarly, I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to fly home and shit. They were about to shut down. But, um, so I haven't done hair in already so long. So over well, two weeks, that's like, I, I'm it's doing It's not own. that long. Um, but can you <laughs> tell me, um, you're married, right? <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me like a little bit about your husband or how you met him and like the story there? Like how he's going back and forth from not knowing me to knowing me. So in ninth grade, you have to stand in line to get books at the library. And that's when I spotted him. And I thought, oh, he's cute. My mom claims I came home and told her I saw a cute boy, but she was kind of like, do you see a cute boy? And I was probably like, yeah, I don't know. But I didn't see you for the rest of high school. I felt like it was so weird. I think we had like one class together, but I barely remember you in it. Um, and then, but it was weird because I knew of you because your brother was in my PE class because I failed. I'm sorry. Or am I occupying your time? <laughs> I'm just no, I'm just uploading this uh I mean, it's, sorry, continue. So, he's real fascinated. Well, it's hard because I'm trying to post the podcast, the old ones, and put the new ones up and record it and film it. And, Aren't you supposed to be present during your podcast? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Which is a trigger for me because you don't. Well, dude, there's you, people listening. Trust me. Like, probably two. <laughs> So yeah, you were saying you saw me in PE, which I feel like I almost no, I didn't see you or in the library, which I feel like I actually almost remember that day because I saw you in line too. I, it's like I want to say that there was some magical feeling. I remember where we were standing. We should go one day. And you know what? I remember. I, I swear, I feel like I remember this like sparkle. Feeling. Yeah, there was a magic when I first. Isn't that weird? But I think you don't even like if you really think about like in a movie where they like flash back, like, but it was, it was, it was like, like we a, didn't know. It was like almost like a comfortable, like, ooh, like I could just tell that this girl was like very, I felt very, very comfortable, almost like, oh, like, 
I can totally talk to this girl or hang out with this girl. I wasn't, it wasn't like an intimidating, Ooh, she's hot. I could never, it was like a, she's cute and like feels nice. And, um, you know how some people just aren't intimidating, you know, it was like that kind of a vibe. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I failed PE. So you're, I was in your younger brother's PE class and that's why I knew of you. I had strict parents. So like he always had house parties. I couldn't go to them really. Like I would go a couple times, but I didn't see you there. Um, so then fast forward, like two years, three years after high school, you came to get weed for my roommate, Brian Slava. <laughs> if you text me now, where's that fool right I know now? That fool's not listening to this podcast, <laughs> but if you are, text me. <laughs> So, um, yeah, anyways, we became friends. I, I think we, I had a mohawk. You did. I thought you were cute, mysterious and like, oh, and this was like, after, this is like you we both, seeing me like years after, like you had kind of known who I was a little bit because of my brother in the PE class. And we kind of, I think we, I know we had English. I think her name was Miss Kenny. Mm. We had English class together. Yeah, you remember my orange vest, you said. I just remember you little fucking, like, short, plump <laughs> hair, like, pretty much way longer than it should have been. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I just remember you were just that girl. You were just Veronica. You were just not, you know, you were just, like, whatever. Yeah. So, um, we both had gone out of relationships when you we were around 19. When you came to, your mom lived up the street from my apartment. And so you would come to Brian's to get weed and just like get away from your mom or like come hang. Mm -hmm. And you were like quiet, mysterious. And you just got out of a relationship. Mm. I just got out of one. And so we were. Which one did I just get out of? Aliza. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was the real one. <laughs> that was a long. Aliza is one of my good friends. And the funny part about Aliza is when I moved to Agora in the middle of seventh grade, they chose like one of the good students to give a tour and it was Aliza. <laughs> oh shit. Aliza, if you're listening, shout me, shout out and text me, please. Uh, I'm actually going to send this to the, to, I think that the Aliza would enjoy this. I'm going to send this to uh, all the people that. Yeah. So, so yeah. And, and I remember the first time I really saw something in you that was, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm that, that time in the, in the, in the library. Yeah. Maybe there was something there, but it wasn't, you know, I was just out of it. But when we were getting high in Brian's room, I remember you taking a bong rip or whatever. It's very hazy. And I just remember, I just remember thinking to myself, she's cute. Like I knew you'd liked me or I kind of had a feeling. I think Brian had already told you. I just, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, I just kind of, this is going to obviously probably sound whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm here to be honest. I knew that you should like me or that you would like me. Certain girls in the, in that situation, like I, I just knew what I was and, and what I, I could just tell, you know, but I also was really insecure at the same time, which is kind of weird. And it was almost like I needed to be told, like, I don't think I've ever gone after a girl not knowing she was down because mm. I just it's too hard I mean you know um but yeah I definitely saw something that night while you were taking that bong load out of that <laughs> plastic fucking bong and then you know a couple 
or whatever long it was. I don't remember. In Brian's room. He had like a lava lamp. I feel like it was dark and the lava lamp was on and I was like looking at you and I was thinking, wow, like (laughs) I definitely wouldn't mind like hanging out with this chick or having her as like a side dish, but it definitely wasn't like, it definitely wasn't like, oh my God, I love this girl. I want to marry her at all. Not for 10 more years. Which is so crazy. And I think that's like, just something for people to just kind of realize, you know, it's, it's everyone's path is different and you can't bottom line like love or anything really eating. I'm learning now more so than ever that like everyone has to have their own like regiment. So if you don't know how you feel about someone, that's okay. I just think being honest, transparent, vulnerable, and having like humility and just doing living a life a certain by a certain set of principles will help you get to the truth and be happy um, quicker. Like I wasn't, I didn't realize what I had right in front of me till long, till I started applying these principles for real in my life. Yeah. True. Like surrender and humility. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Cause I'm always holding on to this like fear based obsession of, of achieving whatever the fuck it is thinking, Oh, that's going to make me happy. And then there's going to be like all kinds of chicks trying to fuck, but it's just like, dude, what do you, that's just like an illusion. Even if I were to have attained that, which I kind of did, it doesn't, it's not what you thought it was going to be. You can have happiness right now in the moment you're in, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, it's just all in your, in your head. As long as you stop wanting or thinking that some other thing is going to make you happy. Like we can be happy right now. Isn't it weird that I'm just like born? Well, yeah, you, 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 I think you definitely like get that. It's kind of a simple concept. You can just decide to be happy and let yourself be happy. Yeah. But I think our society and our parents and their fears cause us to put the fear in us. And then we're, it's hard for us to just let ourselves be happy because we're feeling like the pressure of like external blah, 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 you know? My parents, I think a saying I remember my mom saying the most is better be safe than sorry, better be safe than sorry. And I tend to be way too safe. How does that relate to you being happy though? I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Where you just said. Oh, oh, what are like what are parents like? She tried to instill like the fear. That's her instilling the fear. In you. Yeah, yeah. But also, they were just like lighthearted and fun. You know, they weren't serious. Were you ever like worried about me when I was using? Um. Yeah. When you like moved into my house and I couldn't get rid of you there and <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I feel like we should kind of play out the, the relation. So you so, didn't so, leave. You just went back and forth to Blockbuster because you had like a 30 day rental. You could rent as much as you can 30 days. So you'd like rent. I think what were you allowed? Like two? I don't know. But you would just go back and forth. It was unlimited. But you could like take two. Yeah, right- but it was right down the street. So as soon as I was done, I'd go back and get a new one. And I was remember you like I let you use my car and you got like a seatbelt ticket in it or some shit. Dude, the cop showed up. I fucking stole something from the liquor store because the guy was like being a dick and I'm like fuck you and I just walked out. Yeah. Or some dumb shit and the cops remember they came to your house and I hid. 
<laughs> and, and I was like, don't tell him, tell him you don't know where I am or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, this guy is who I'm going to marry. Wait, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's fucking crazy. I was so You would of- steal like trying to get caught. I swear. Like, especially when me and your mom were going to drop you off in rehab, you were trying to get caught. What did I Sorry. do? Sorry. You were just a bus. You were just like... On my way to rehab? Yeah. You were like stealing books and like... Whoa. Just like not even trying to be stealth about it. It was like, okay. Um, so why don't we just go through the relationship real quick? Like when you... Like when did we first actually officially... Like, okay, we're... So 19, we were hanging. And then I think around like 21, 22 uh, is when you got sober. Well, 22 is when you got sober. Yeah, so t- 21, we started like hanging more. And then like right when you turned 22, you went to get sober. And then you kind of like started calling me your girlfriend. But then you got out of rehab and you were like calling all your exes, telling me you were sober. So I was like kind of confused by you. You were fucked with me so hard. I mean, that was just like... It's it was insane, but mm-hmm. you're just so cool. Well, I have pretty well, low self esteem too back then. Yeah, but like you, I always knew you, you had a good heart. I feel like you did and you didn't. Or what would it be that would prevent you from freaking out on me <laughs> for literally calling my exes and like apologizing to them, but definitely in a flirty way? Oh yeah. Like while I was doing your hair, in my like chair. most like, okay. girls would have like a fucking, they would freak out. Like that's insane. And, I think and, and I also I, knew that you didn't belong. To, like I've always had like a, you're not mine. Like, right. Like, Oh, bummer. Like I thought he liked me, but right. at the same time you don't belong to me. So continue. Yeah. What? Continue. I don't know what, where, continue what? Um, actually, I just want to say, if Kaya, Kaya, if you're listening to this, this, this is Kaya, big fucking shout out, Kaya. Actually, you know what, Kaya? If you're listening to this, text me. <laughs> no, seriously, because I'm just curious how far she gets in. I mean, she's the best. She, by the way, this, like, Kaya's the, um, my employee who, like, kind of runs this podcast. She, she edits the clips on Instagram. She titles. I love her titles. Did you see the one today? I just, I texted her. I love your titles. Um, she didn't respond. I don't know what's going on with her, but, um, she she wrote like, uh, she, she, she titles them. She tags people The the, sometimes we fight number 47. (laughs) That was the last episode. That's cute. And it's uh, sometimes we fight and that's okay. Veronica, Pat's wife joins him to talk about what it's like. Um, I can never fucking like figure out how to like read the whole thing. Oh, details. Talk talk about what it's like to have arguments in a marriage and how to deal with it. For information regarding your data privacy. Oh. How long have we been going? Uh, fifty one minutes. Wow, flies. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. It's like sometimes it goes even faster. Um. So yeah. Uh. Oh, this is why I'm bringing up Kaya because this is this is the clip I want you to use as like the Instagram clip because I really love that we're doing this. I think it's really great, um, and I think a lot of people will, will, will get a lot out of it. I don't know. I just have this feeling like we found our flow. I think that might be another reason why I'm so happy with this uh, Corona thing right now because I feel like we're 
like, dude, our TikTok is like, I just feel like we're onto something because we're getting so many comments. I've been posting a lot of more, uh, more about our life online and like just all the good shit and the bad shit and just fighting and making up and just what it really looks like to be in a marriage and what it really looks like just to be a human. And people are responding on TikTok to it like overwhelmingly. I have like 21,000 followers now and I mean, videos are just getting a lot of engagement and comments and we're getting a lot of, and it's just really, did you finish your thought with Kaya? What you want her to use? Well, yeah, this is the piece I want you to look at to use. Which piece? Right now. What I'm saying. Oh, about TikTok? About everything. If you didn't interrupt me and just (laughs) let me keep going. Uh, You just rant and rant. I'm hanging on by a fucking thread. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. You can just use use that. But like, um, I'm just saying from this point on, I want to get into something that I think is really interesting um, about you, about me, like texting my exes and mm-hmm. you, like being totally cool with that because you knew you didn't own me. And you freaking out I was about also very f- afraid of you and everything. Mm. Yeah, like you really wanted to be with me. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking like I like because I was so afraid to talk to you and like so shy that I I remember being like oh, I feel if he like really got the chance to get to know me he would like really like me mm. he would like know how right I was you know like. And I'm not that kind of crazy girl, but I just, I think I just knew. It's weird. I think this is really awesome. (laughs) Just the fact that we don't really ever talk like this. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of crazy. Like that's the one thing about a podcast is you're having these like focused long form conversations and they just, they're so good. Like I would actually love to have on any couple like Matt and his wife, like Kellen and his girlfriend like I would love to just like talk to like couples as a couple about like Pat and Susie you know I just feel like it could be really good um for people and then also just to someone on TikTok commented like every um every relationship's different like you know you get the haters on they were like complaining that we were posting about our relationship like it should be private and everyone's is different and it's like well, are you going to tell the guy who wrote the four love languages that? Because, like, there's a lot of similarities in most relationships. Mm. Like, Wow, I, I see what you're saying. I do respect the fact that, well, that's actually what I was talking about today with my therapist, is I do respect the fact that, like, some people um, are, 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 you know, they, they reserve the right to have a private relationship. That's fine for them. But we also reserve the right to be not private if we don't want to about certain things. He's what he was saying that like, we should be private. It should be private. He's like, so people, the comments, we should do a live reading the comments. Yeah. You know, what's crazy though is like, I understand that because I feel the next video that goes, this is how I feel. I feel like there's no reason for anyone to have a relationship private. I think everyone should be comfortable with having things public because why are they Everyone's trying to be something they're not. Right. Why are you afraid of transparency? But that's wrong because people are allowed their privacy. And then, and it's uh, basically what I'm saying is I'm doing the same thing to that guy as he's doing to me. He's saying you should be private like I am. And I'm saying, no, you should be public like I am. And Steve was saying on my therapist today on the phone was he was saying your issue is that you're wanting everyone to, 
agree with what you think. And, uh, and it's, it's, it seems like a simple thing that most people probably have, but being able to like go, you know what you don't like, and we're always talking about this movie Rocky because I think it's like one of the greatest films ever made. And if you don't agree, at least that it's a good film, you're just wrong. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, that's crazy. And I genuinely feel like it's almost like math. Two plus two equals four. <laughs> Rocky's a good movie. Like it, you don't need to think it's the best movie in the world, but like you have to at least agree that it's a good fucking movie. Good acting, good script, shot well. So what did Steve say? Steve's saying that I need to be okay. Not only do I need to be okay with someone disagreeing that it's a good movie, but I need to be open to the fact that they could be right. <laughs> and that's a hard one for it, me. Like this, real- like the guy with the privacy thing, like, okay, cool. Like you don't want your relationship private. That's fine. And I need to respect that. And like, even be open to the fact that that could be, well, whatever, that's the right way for him. And this is the right way for us. Yeah. No, that's you've always struggled with that. It's funny. Cause you're like, if someone doesn't agree with you, it's, <laughs> you, you know what I'm going to do right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go live on TikTok while we're doing the podcast and see what happens and read the comments okay. so we can do it like on the podcast and also, um, and also, so it'll be on the podcast, but it will also be live on TikTok, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, um, we're live on TikTok, but the problem is like no one ever joins the um the chat room you know yeah it's pretty new the but i like see people that well, go it's not new but it's not really but i i see people that go live and they get people to go live with them i think um, maybe if you announce it i don't know can you announce it so well, um, like we're, in a we're, post we're live on tiktok and we're doing a podcast me and my wife and we were going to go through uh comments that people were were commenting maybe you should pull up the comments because i'm like live um so i don't think i can like go my phone's over there you're super chill right now huh oh my god i feel horrible really yeah it's i'm really struggling right now well then maybe this isn't the best time it says one online but there's like a lot of people that are joining what the fuck is up people this is the real this is the real (laughs) <laughs> we're on our learning to lose podcast and we're going to answer some questions. Um, just if people share, it helps. Um, yeah. So we're going to be answering questions and reading comments. Some of the comments that we've been getting, um, have been kind of crazy. C- can you sit here so that they can see both of us? Um, uh, and can you grab your phone? Mm-hmm. So we're doing the podcast. It's a learning to lose podcast. It's called learning to lose. It's my podcast. And me and my wife are quarantined at, in our house with our roommate, Oleg, who is uh, a Ukrainian, whatever. And, uh, but can you try to hurry up? Because like people are like on here. Do you have anything you want to say to people? I apologize. I'm not myself. Um, that's my beautiful wife. Who's. Actually, one of the really cool things that people have been saying is uh, how beautiful she is, which is kind of cool. But there's also a lot of people that are like 
just on some like negative, like weird, like you need to leave him. Just like summing up our whole relationship based on like one. Um, yeah, Candy, uh, you've been married four years. I've been married 15 or not. We haven't been married 15. We've been married for four or five, but we've been together for, for 15. And we're talking about that on this podcast right now. I think that like the online stats are um, like delayed or something because there was like four people in and then so we're doing a podcast about our marriage and our relationship and we're going to read some comments if you want to read some comments and if you want to do that you can you can talk into this microphone too Um, so you were saying about how when you met me um, and I was like texting my ex-girlfriends this is kind of difficult to like do a podcast and also, um, yeah. oh, here, let me turn you up. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just funny how people can judge an entire relationship, our entire relationship based on a 60 second video, you know, like we've been together for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. People are hateful. Um, it's not, you know what it is, is I think they're bringing shit that they, like I was talking to my therapist today and he was saying like one, one girl was like, I see it in her eyes. She's done. You know what I mean? Like I, I've, I've been there before I can feel it. And I'm like, you know what? She probably was in a situation like that in a toxic relationship. And when she sees our post, she's thinking, oh, wow. All she can do is just see what she's been through. You know what I'm saying? She's projecting her shit onto us. Yeah. So what, let's read one of these, some of these comments. Can, can you um, go a little bit up yeah. towards the mic? What post? Um, what do you mean? What post? Which one should I, which one should I read? Just anyone. We got to like start doing something here, you okay. know, cause we're fucking people are joining and then I don't know if they're leaving or what's going on, but just hang uh, in there with us guys. I promise you it will get good. So we posted a fight that we got into on TikTok like about a week ago, like really gnarly fight. Veronica's fucking yelling at me, like really fucking gnarly. And, um, we posted the fight and, and people, you know, oh my God, that's so toxic. That's so crazy. Um, you know, like what are some of the comments someone's saying? Well, right now I'm on uh, some positive ones. Um, well, read the positive ones too. Yeah. I love how real you guys are. People always post how perfect their life is on social media. Marriage takes work and it's not always perfect. Uh, yeah. Fighting means you're not giving up on yourself and love. Love does take work. You're actually teaching each other is so key to be aware of. Yeah. Uh, love takes work. Marriages take work. And being oh, this ab- was our favorite. This being was able our- to communicate openly and honestly in a vulnerable way is really important. And being vulnerable is especially hard for men because society is like, oh, you need to win. You need to be the caretaker. You need to be like this manly guy. And it's not okay for men to have like insecurities and vulnerabilities. Um, but it actually is okay. And that's actually real strength. Like a man that can be honest about his insecurities and vulnerabilities. That's what really takes uh, strength. But, um, um, remember this one we really liked. How did, how did, how do you even start the conversation again without fighting another fight? 
Right. So somebody commented like, how are you going to, yeah, it's hard because both people are angry after a fight. And, uh, how do you, I, I wrote t- back, come back with humility and love. Time helps me like an hour. Yeah. An hour is really hard for me. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Um, it, 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 it's hard for me after I have a fight with someone to wait an hour for it to cool down because I'm, I don't do well with unresolved conflict. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah. here's the one. I feel like this was none of my business. I had just responded. Okay. <laughs> We're reading comments on, uh, Someone said, um, I, to be honest, I've been watching y'all videos more and more lately and try and take a few notes to better help my marriage. Yeah. I had someone say that our videos are helping their, uh, their, 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 their <laughs> whole family. What? Oh, really? Yeah. Because like the kids fight and I mean, it's not just about fighting. It's about appreciating each other and, and, um, yeah, like I said, being vulnerable and communicating uh, openly and honestly. I was in a marriage which we never fought. Turned out to be more destructive than expressive true feelings. You both are awesome. Wow. Yeah, I mean, people just have... Um, I just think the internet in general, it's like weird to show the dark side or the or the bad side. It's like almost like we've been showing the fake positive side for so long that we, as soon as we see something negative, we think, Ooh, like I just think we need to be more comfortable being more real. Um, it just feels like there's like a bunch of people coming in and then like leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you, we need to do to keep you here? Like get naked and like fuck or whatever, <laughs> you know, you've been trying to do that for some time anyways. Yeah, I guess I have. I mean, <laughs> I just don't really give a fuck. A know? lot of people ask me what the reality of your dude is trying to stay clean and you just want to get high. Wait, what do they say? The We're re- reading comments the, on TikTok. and The reality of it is your dude is trying to stay clean and you just want to get high. Yeah, that's the reality. I am clean and she's wants to get high. So what? Like, what's the problem with that? You know? What? I'm writing back, yep. Yeah, like, that's, that's our reality, and it's actually okay. Um, yeah, we just got to be careful with how we judge people. You know, you never really know. You really can't judge anyone unless you've walked a mile in their shoes. Um, will, will, will you, let me start and stop this, this ca- camera. Can you hurry up and read another comment so we're not stagnant here? Um, um let me go to a different post. Oh, shit, you're not um, this one was funny. I put one about taking TikTok down, but TikTok taking my post down and Pat has like a really big problem interrupting. He interrupts everyone, but women and me specifically. <laughs> And so he's told me in the past he like doesn't he like doesn't want to do it and wants to be called out on it. So I'm doing this TikTok and I'm t- telling you about how it's funny how TikTok takes down my post about me talking about how I met Pap and they like let naked girls do shit. Right. 
And um, he says something and I go, let me finish. And then I continue. And, you know, being someone who never had a voice and being so scared of everything and everyone, it's a big deal for me to speak up and for myself and stand up for myself and say like, no, I'm talking because if I don't and what I, in the past I didn't, and then I end up getting resentful and I explode. So it's funny. Anyways, this, some of the comments on this is incredible. We have 167 comments. Someone wrote, oh my God, such problems you have. I said, no, no one said it's a problem. Well, I mean, yeah, in that day we had a problem and we fought. No, about them taking my TikTok down. This is this. Um, oh, wait. Oh, How right, can right, he right. stand you, Karen? Do you know Karen? Karen's like the annoying client. Oh, and right. They, yeah. How can he stand you? Yeah, some people They're say... They're calling me Karen. Some people say, oh, Veronica, your wife gets high because of you. Like, you're fucking insane. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I swear there's a fucking filter on this stupid thing. Maybe you were as look mean... Look at me. To, I look like I have a filter on. Maybe you were... I know. Maybe you were as mean to, to TikTok as you were to your husband. JK, best wishes. Watch this video a few times and listen to your tone. You know what you need to do? You need to go on mine. You yell at your hubby? <laughs> yeah, you yell at your husband sometimes. But you should go on mine and you should read the comments okay. on mine. <clears throat> um, all right, cool. Thank you. I love, we love you too because, well, you should comment on our TikToks because uh, put John on. Who's John? Um, I don't know who John is. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, our comments are rough sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's saying he's like talking to other people on TikTok. Yeah, dude. People, I mean, it's crazy because when you're online and you're commenting on someone's post, there's just this. It's the same thing like when you're in your car and you're driving by someone and you fucking fuck you. Like you wouldn't do that if you weren't in your car. You know what I mean? And it's like you, if you were with someone, you wouldn't say the shit you comment. Like you wouldn't say that to someone if you were with them in person. Um, Veronica. <laughs> Are you bipolar? You guys remind me of my ex and I, but how about don't raise your voice at her and talk to her calmly? <laughs> it's funny because I actually... I think you guys could benefit from using I statements. Yeah, that one's kind of good. Uh, I actually like that people are commenting. I, I, I love when people comment, whether it's good or bad. You know, It's, it's funny because my therapist was saying today that like... <laughs> it seems like you're low... But hold on. Sorry. He was saying that... Um, uh, fuck. Saying if you touch people, like if you write a negative comment, like you were obviously touched. Oh my God. Which is a good thing. I create art to touch people. That's it. You guys, this isn't normal. Watch it and watch it like five times. How embarrassing. How old are you two? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't care how old you are. Someone commented to that. Everyone fights. Stop judging. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. TikTok is a pretty um, cool thing. Yeah, marriage isn't something that they know. Yeah. Do you think it's weird to have an affair with my stuff emo bird I call Fernando? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I feel like that's yeah. a good intro to this. 
Can we go now? I feel so sick for my detox. Okay, cool. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, love you. Keep watching. I wonder if they save this. Four users are watching. Do you want to close it? Yep. 46 viewers. Hmm.